0: Holy Puck, your number one source of fucking news, views, and abuse. It seems to be part of the course for the fucking Habs these days. I, I will definitely take all your advice on Spark plugs.
1: You're a piece of shit.
0: Uh, it's good, wholesome fun. Vibes are out. Good vibes are out.
1: Holy Puck. Old fans longing for a return to the glory days. A so pup. aggressive. And then there's young fans so who don't aggressive. know what a glory day is. Shame! Braden's Fudbee.
0: It was such a
1: one sided fight. It was brutal. That's top notch comedy. If you don't appreciate that, you can fuck off.
0: So, maybe we should stop talking about getting drunk at the game at the weekend and actually do some hockey. So, let's get it. 21. How did we make it to episode 21? We can now legally drink in the great state of California.
1: Yeah, we can now legally drink, but you know what? I would have drunk all the beers anyway. I don't give a shit.
0: I know, Cam. Thanks for dropping knowledge. And, of course, you were super smashed at the weekend at the ice game, which was great. I was.
1: Well, I look, I go to probably a good eight or nine local hockey games a year, but I always take my family and, you know, the kids come along. And when the kids come along, Dad has a responsible dad fear and then that's it. But I had no kids last weekend. Uh, it was Dad's okay. after
0: dark this weekend. And let me tell you, being <laughs> being being the sober dad, a.k.a. the dude who was driving because he was sick, um, yep. Aka first class pussy. Um, it was, let's just say, a great time yeah, for everyone involved.
1: Nice time. Yeah, I, I had a really good time. It was a good assortment of dudes. I drank. Cam, a lot of everyone beer. knows I, you had a great time. All right. Well, I look back at like my everyone we stood
0: around was super off at the whole time.
1: Oh fuck them! I looked at my I looked at my net, net bank statement the next day and I can see that I bought a pre-game meal at the pub. A bunch of hot dogs, post-game KFC, and the lemon meringue in another pub. So, yep. the fact that I was eating that much tells me I had a great night.
0: Yeah, you had. I lost count of how many. At one point, you had five beers.
1: That's great. That's <laughs> killing it.
0: <laughs> it was good. Anyway, so let's talk about talk. Let's talk about what's transpired since we last spoke. Um, well,
1: since we what last spoke on air, or just you and I spoke in general.
0: Oh, if we're talking like the amount of stuff that's transpired since we last spoke would be like. Two
1: hours. So, <laughs> <laughs> in, regards to, in regards to professional hockey, i.e., the NHL playoffs, you not know, heaps. There's only been two other games since we last spoke, but they've both been rip snorted. Let's, the, let's uh,
0: just say, like, like both series evened up and now they've both swung the pendulum one way. It's pretty exciting. I'm having stuff, such a man. good time.
1: Like, it's... the Sharkies looked amazing over the Blues today. That was red hot. Oh, the
0: big um, Pavelski's killing it. Like, he just. If he if they win if they go all the way and he doesn't win the consmite, there's something wrong with his world.
1: Well, here's the thing that's going to potentially get in the way of Big Pavelski slash Joe Porvelsky winning a consmite. It's there's four or five other dudes on his team that are in the same boat. Pivelsky, is, is it Joe Thornton's Thornton? Beard? Loco, Burnsy, Martin Jones are all consmite eligible given that they've single handedly won games and series thus far.
0: Yes, they're all individually killing it, which is kind of upsetting. The good thing is, they don't have a captain, they have a leadership group, and the whole group is like.
1: No, they do have a captain now. Pavelski's the captain, but I know what you're saying. It was a throwback to last year.
0: They have have the big group now. They have the, you know, and I, I feel like that he's more just like you know, the figurehead leader.
1: Oh, I see what you're saying. So he, he's the face. He wears the C, but it's not like... Um, the C you know he shared, is? He's, my he's kind of like... He's like Rob Stark before he had his throat cut. He actually... He had counsel. He broke bread with his leadership team and he genuinely listened to what they had to say. Absolutely. He's not, he's not Ramsey Bolton. He's not just like beheading direwolves and stabbing wildlings and men. Just call on the shots. He didn't stab his dad and call his dad a C-bomb.
0: That's right. Also excellent game of thrones reference cam you obviously watched yesterday
1: (laughs) i i reckon i spent half my day messaging about 1200 different friends about game of thrones and um spoiler alert if you haven't listened such it is 24 hours later i don't care or hodor and the bearing that brands ability to time travel and allow his future events to shape past events which can in turn shape future events fuck with everything
0: let me tell this isn't a game of thrones podcast let's talk about hockey. (laughs)
1: <laughs> all right, all right, all right. We're back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm back. I'm uh, back. Where but have look, you been, Cam? Both, Come both series. The West and the East are both at three-two. I love that The Sharks. Oh, did you hear that? That was the horn. I'm still at my uh, rec league hockey centre uh, yes. watching. Cam is still at, at beer league. Generally well, it's because Bowen, it. who I drive here with, decided he needed to fill in for like a bunch of other teams tonight. So I'm sitting here with my thumb up my ass talking to you. Ah. Excellent.
0: Hey, also great background. So let's talk about the West real quick because I feel like that's the yeah. most interesting.
1: Um, well, that's our favorite. That's our favorite.
0: Well, I think I'm I'm happy either way. Like I I really like both teams. I have a feeling. I feel like we should really talk about which Cinderella story we like best because both both the Blues and the Sharks represent a pretty serious Cinderella story that we've both been
1: banging about all year,
0: making well, it John, really difficult for us to pick a winner.
1: Well, John, here's the thing. I actually put a little post on our website about this breaking down what our preferred Cinderella stories were in order. So you're saying we should now talk about that on air and we're promoting a sense of consistency between our podcast and our website?
0: Dare I say, Cam?
1: Holy shit. Or is that holy puck? Whoa. Wow.
0: Is, is, that a, is that a play on words with our podcast title? I think it is.
1: Not, not so humble brag. No. Uh- <laughs> All right, so from, from the top then, so there's four remaining teams. We've obviously got the San Jose Sharks, we've got the St. Louis Blues, we've got the Pittsburgh Penises, and the Tampa Bay Lightning. Out of those four teams, I want you to rank who you would prefer to see the, the win the cup firstly, one through four, and we'll discuss the various uh, potential Cinderella storylines that we'll need to be looking at.
0: Well, I think for the sake of argument, I'm going to put the Blues at the top just because really well Troy Brow is killing it big Stancy fan I think their whole goal units could be great all year and finally get the, the props they deserve the Sharks obviously the plethora of legends that they've got just backing them every night obviously have to fill in number two and then in terms of the East I mean I mean yes the Lightning a third and obviously then the Coming at the lowly fourth if i couldn't even put the pens on my list i would not put them on my list
1: so are you, are you saying like you agree that the sharks are probably ours as a collective favorite cinderella story but what's the point in agreeing on something is that absolutely what you're all right well i can get down with that because the flip side to that is whilst i am you know, a shameless Sharks homer because, as I've said many times, my wife goes for the Sharks. we got friends that go for the Sharks. Joe Thornton was a Bruin. There's so much to love there. Um, I'm super down with the Blues as well, though. Like, I love Kevin Shattenkirk. I hope he comes to Boston. If you're listening, Kevin, and I don't know why the fuck you would be, yeah. you should. <laughs> why would he listen um,
0: to us yammer about hockey?
1: Let's be honest. But, t- but today was fantastic, though. Did you see Brower's uh, swat out of the air baseball goal? Uh, did I ever? brower has been an absolute phenomenon for the Blues, and I think we mentioned this last week, that who won the Oshie Brouwer trade, and you can see it's dead even, like one was a better regular season fit, and one's, one's been a bigger part in the playoffs, but they're both good dudes, they both fit their teams, and I mean, look, I might be getting a little ahead of myself if the Blues did sneak through and go all the way, there's no reason why Brower couldn't win the Conn Smythe, like, I agree. the story well, shit isn't Tarasenko at the moment, he's gone missing in action.
0: Well, that's right. But that, that third line that's spearheaded by Brouwer is just looking insane. Like His, what, big, his
1: biggest competition for the the Smythe would be two potential areas. It'd be the goaltending tandem, and it'd be Robbie Fabry, who's centering yeah, his
0: life. who has totally broken out as well,
1: which is just pure insanity, right? There's, there's, no all, there, there's always that small-time breakout playoff performer. I mean, we love that. That's... That's the very essence of a Cinderella story. That's why we love playoff hockey.
0: That's right, Cam. That's why we're big fans.
1: All right, so look, we've addressed the Sharks. We've addressed the Blues. If the Bolts were to go all the way, what what are we loving about the Bolts potentially going all the way in a Cinderella story?
0: Um, they've done it with so many injuries and with everyone writing them off all yep. year. Um, it's just... It's insane. Like Them... Them essentially putting together a ragtag group off the back of having so many injuries and almost no one around. Also, the background noise is going off right now, and I'm a huge fan.
1: Oh, this is actually hilarious. So there was just the most bullshit holding penalty, and yeah, dude was just soaking for a full minute. Oh, give me a fucking go. I was like, shut up, mate. Get on with it. Yeah. So I mean Um, I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna challenge you slightly and I'm not disagreeing with anything you've said. What I would like to put forward, do you know what the real Cinderella story for Tampa Bay Lightning is? Doing it without stammer? Not quite. It's not a player. The real Cinderella story, the real winner, is Stevie Iseman. <laughs> I, just, I because, see
0: where you're going with this. <laughs> because
1: Steve Eiserman, in my opinion, if they, not even if the bolts don't go all the way, even if they sneak through to another cup final. It's still two is, in a row. Football fans, he's become the John Elway of, of hockey. Like, he has shown that he's able to correctly and carefully and precisely evaluate talent. And even if it means making a publicly unpopular call and going, you know what? Fuck We're you. not our superstar back and fucking our salary cap. He's got the balls to do it, and it's going to pay off for them. He's like, you know what, Steven? Who? I've got Palat and Klon, and I've got Johnson and Filipula, and I've got Kucherov, you know, I've got Kucherov, and I've oh, got all God. these young jets. Why hamstring myself? Exactly, exactly. I, I can. So that's agree. that's my Cinderella story. Big Stevie Eiserman.
0: I think it's great, and I think it's just just. It's Only time will tell. I think they're, they're ahead now, so they're only one game away from another another cup final. So it, I, I honestly think they'll game probably Game six wrap, is
1: in Tampa Bay as well. I think they'll
0: wrap it up in the next game, um, which would be what,
1: great. Did, did you see today that Malkin actually said, I'm guaranteeing a game six road victory for the Pens and we're going to take game seven back at home?
0: Yeah, but I mean, he always kind of says dumb things like
1: that. But, yeah, but good on him though. Like, I love it. I love a bit of flair. I, I like the drama. stones on the guy. You know, I, I like a dude that looks like he's never been to a gym and he's still an all-world talent. And that's Gino, and in, in, that sums him up, right there.
0: Pretty much. It's, it, that that is that's that's Gino. Complete. That is the whole story. He never goes to a gym. I don't even know what he eats, but it must be pizza and beers.
1: Dead set. You run a better route than he does, which is. Fucking horrifying!
0: I know, right? How does that even happen? How is that a thing?
1: <laughs> Who knows? Well, that's actually segwayed nicely though, because we've covered off the bolts. Let's talk about the least popular of our potential Cinderella stories. Who's that, John?
0: Uh the Pittsburgh Penguins, and they're somehow making it through, and
1: somehow
0: are still hanging in by the thread of threads. And
1: H B K, baby, that that third line. Aglin, whose boy? My boy, Benino and Kessel.
0: I know, right? Phil the Thrill is absolutely killing it. In fact, his stat line is insane. Like, he's got he's he's got he's got nearly double figures in both goals and assists so far. He's in the top ten of all players in this postseason in terms of points.
1: What is going on with Phil Kessel? And more importantly, I just realized something, and I'm kind of disappointed and angry at myself that I only just realized it. His surname's Castle. We're all big nerds. We're all big Star Wars fans. Han Solo famously said, "It's the ship that made the Castle run in twelve parsecs." But the fuck doesn't he have a Star Wars theme nickname?
0: Yeah, why doesn't he have a Star Wars theme nickname?
1: Phil Castle made the Castle run. That's what made the Castle run. <laughs> yeah. Phil, Phil <laughs> the thrill. There we go. There it is. Phil the thrill made the Castle run. Powered That's by. That's who did it. <laughs>
0: Powered by the Toronto media's hatred and hot dogs. Yep.
1: <laughs> copyright. Copyright. Holy Puck. Fuck you, George Lucas. It filled the thrill. Made the castle run in twelve hot dogs. Yeah, yeah. That, that's you that's how you can it. Not by time, by hot dog consumption. <laughs> exactly. Whoa. Cohen, Cohen just wiped out real bad on a breakaway.
0: That's that's excellent. Did he? Yeah. Is do, did you do you see the tears running down his face?
1: No, nah, but he's just crossed the red line again, and he's shaking his head, and I'm trying to make eye contact with him. And he's not going for it. There he is. <laughs> <laughs> <Suck> <laughs> there he, he is. is. Uh, <laughs> but, um,
0: Sucks to be him.
1: Uh, oh, his goalie just shook his head at him as well. For oh, shame. For shame. Um. So, <laughs> look, with, with Pittsburgh, obviously, our hatred of the Pittsburgh Penguins is, is widely known. To well, it's anyone. not just ours.
0: It's pretty much everyone's, though. Like, literally, I, I think. The Pittsburgh Penguins has to be the most hated team behind the Habs. Like I would, yeah, I'd I'd agree with that. I think we would struggle to find a team that's hated that much. Like the Habs are obviously there's night and day between you know between Pittsburgh and the Habs, but the Habs come in the you know the close second there. I couldn't find another team that people hate so much. Maybe the Blue Shirts is probably my next guess.
1: Yeah, I'd agree with that. But the thing is with the Pens, no matter how much the team hates. You know, sits there and festers away. There's two little storylines that we would be very happy to see come true. There's the obvious one of the emergence of rookie netminder Matt Murray, and everyone's talked about that a length, as have we. As have we. We would love to see that. But my God, if the Penguins came back and won it all, I don't care about Sid or Gino or Kunis or any of those dickheads. Seeing Phil, chubby boy, donut boy, overweight Kessel celebrating with a cup full of fucking cheeseburgers and pies and hot dogs and cream puffs and anything else he can get his hands on, just giving the greatest, fuck you, everybody would be incredible.
0: I, you know what, I kind of agree. Like, That's the one storyline that I guess everyone's kind of forgetting about, that Phil, you know, halfway through the season, we're all like, it's done, the experiment didn't work, they wasted all this money, it was a complete waste of time and effort, why did they even bother? Um, it's totally bust, it's time to flip, potentially Gino, and they're just going to have to cop it. Turns out, one, everyone was wrong, and two, Phil's turned it around, and he's yeah, making this he all look terrible. Yeah, shut right up up we all we all look terrible. So everyone involved who's in commenting on hockey, watching hockey in general, just being around hockey was like, yeah, Pittsburgh are totally done. Yet somehow, new coach, new attitude, new vibe, picked everything up, and now all of a sudden we all look terrible. And
1: yeah, they look like, But this is this is one of those times where I'm happy to be wrong.
0: Yeah, you know what? I I think this is this is a, a Cinderella story that's kind of cool. Like if. So he was blowing it for the first forty odd games of the season.
1: Oh, more than I'd say even more. He really didn't start finding his speed until like I don't know that last like thirty games when the Pens really needed to start turning it on. And but, then he, there he was. He just came but, from but, nowhere. But but is it even there he was, or the moment he turns it on, the rest of the team followed suit? I'd say it's probably closer to the latter.
0: Yeah. Well, he, he's well, he's emerged as an eight million dollar Ovi money third liner. But you know what? Put the right dudes around him, and he's killing it. Like he's obviously you, you you've surrounded him with Benino and Haglin, and then all of a sudden, sparks have flown. The chemistry's there, and the rest of the team is following suit. Which is maybe that's
1: the wrong way to think about it, though. You know how be like, oh man, that's a super expensive third liner. Maybe maybe we as like a hockey critiquing community, and you know the media and fans and whatnot, maybe. You know, categorizing players is like, oh, he's a third liner. That's too expensive. Is the wrong way to think of it because how many times do we need to be told the teams that win the Stanley Cup are the teams that can truly roll four lines? That's does right. Does it matter? Does it matter if a player plays on the third line and he's a superstar? Like, well, I, you, yeah, I think I, you're right. I, I would Doesn't rather have a absolute how much jet on all four lines. Like
0: that's a good I mean, point. Does not matter how much he's being paid? If he's performing and to the level that he is performing, I think, I think you're kind of right. Like shut up and deal with it. He's killing it
1: and move on. Well, I mean, you look at that line, like, like Benino and Haglund have been killing it. Right. But I mean, Phil's the finisher, like there you set up, man, I and mean, Phil's the finisher. That's so, right. you know, I mean, he, he's kind of bringing, I mean, they're all working very well together, but they would be the first to admit that Phil's finishing is what has helped them kind of get started and brought their own play up, you know? Well, so looking at the you know, amount I mean, just look look looking at Washington it. Capitals, right? Imagine if you had Ovi top line, because Kuznetsov second line, like Backstrom, was your set up man on your third line. Like, would you have a problem with that if you had nine players that were capable of pumping out high octane scoring chances? Well,
0: I see your point and no, no one would care because you're winning and you're scoring. So
1: you're exactly. absolutely correct.
0: Who cares? So long as you're complying with the salary cap, no one gives a yeah. flying fuck.
1: Hey, you know, I'm going to put something a little crazy out here, John. I feel, you know what? I'm feeling good. Are you feeling good? I'm feeling great. All right. So we look, we hate the pens, but we love Phil. I'm going to put this to you on air. If the Pittsburgh Penguins win the Stanley Cup, yeah. And Phil and Phil Castle wins the Con trophy. Right. How do you, how do you feel about me getting a little caricature portrait tattoo of that Phil's little face.
0: I fucking love it.
1: And so not if, only... you guys, if you if you, everyone in the league throws in like thirty bucks, I'll get a mate to punch it out. Done, done. So if Phil wins, if Phil wins the con smile, <laughs> everyone's I get in. The Phil tatty. easy. Who's done? Are we in? Are we doing it? Of course we are. Done. Lock it away. So I think Can't, that not come only back should out of we...
0: that. Well, exactly. So we should also make commemorative T-shirts. I feel like we should do it anyway. But we, should... Ooh, we
1: were, ge- we were going to do that anyway, because we finally found the right image. Because that's right, listeners, we're talking about doing holy crap t-shirts.
0: That's right. And so it's, it's there are plans in the works. It's stuff that's going to you know, because, you know, we work regular jobs. So, you know, it's yep. stuff that... It's hard. It's hard, that's hard, you know. We can't just punch punch this shit out like it's Christmas. <laughs> but, you know, we, you know, we try... Real life does get in the way sometimes. But, you know, you know, we still know things. You know. Well,
1: look, we've got we've got two t-shirts in the works. We've got the Phil Castle shirt and we've got the Torch shirt. Ah, so you the, know what I think I might point. actually do? I might actually get them properly mocked up and designed, put them up on the gram, put them to a vote, and if we get 20 people who are actually like, yeah, straight up, I would actually do it, and they're willing to pre-order them, then I'll pump them out. Done. So Done. there's probably
0: enough people who are going to listen to this podcast to do it. So hit us up, hit us up on the gram. We'll probably do it in the next week. There I is. wear
1: a Phil Kessel shirt for sure.
0: I would wear a Phil Kessel shirt just anyway, dude. You know that.
1: I feel like I feel like Mister Johnny Hockey, who loves a comment, would definitely wear a Phil Kessel shirt, wouldn't you, Johnny?
0: Yeah, he would. I, I, there's no way that everyone who frequently comments on our shit would not be interested. I'm sorry. Yeah. I <laughs> like, I
1: agree. I agree.
0: Absolutely. So, I feel like we've covered everything. Well, I mean
1: tonight was always going to be a short one. It, it was. I wasn't I wasn't buying you dinner. We weren't going for a walk. There was not going to be any candles being lit. Tonight was, John, get in the back of my Volkswagen. I'm going to touch you someplace real uncomfortable, and I feel we've achieved that.
0: I feel like we have. I'm not going to fuck you later, but I'll definitely, you know, tickle your balls a little.
1: That's all right. As, as long as someone's going to make my coin purse tingle.
0: Oh, yes.
1: Oh, Brilliant. Yes. Well, look, John, thanks for your time on this gloomy Tuesday evening.
0: Well, it's been gloomy, but you know what? There's... Even though we both of us have no horse in the current race, it's still cool yep. to sit back and you know watch a little hockey from now and then. It's a little cool to see both stories unfold. And you know what? I feel like we, even though we kind of feel like I, I feel like that the the race in the east is going to wrap up in the next couple of days based on the performances we've seen. I, I would not be adverse to seeing both series go to seven games and watching it all unfold.
1: Oh, I would love it. The more hockey, the better. though, right.
0: That's right. So you know, it, it's it's all possible because both series have swung back and forth. You know, the pendulum swinging. It's playoff hockey. One team goes down by it goes down by three goals. and The next team pumps them back by three goals. It's all great. It's all great news. The storylines are all there. We're about to see a potential Cinderella story in the making come to fruition. Maybe it's something that we haven't even talked about. Maybe
1: it's something it's something
0: really cool that we Side don't even note. know about.
1: Side note: Cohen was just robbed, straight up booming heater from the red line barely barely got pad to it absolute rocket
0: (laughs) i love the running commentary you should also tell cohen that he's got excellent hair
1: excellent hair cohen strong jawline (laughs) um yeah no i agree but you know what i kind of think i really want the pens to get the job done now because i want this kessel tatty and feel like i need an excuse to do it i can't just do it so fucking come on phil I feel like we could probably get it done anyway. We could probably just start a GoFundMe to get you a tatty anyway. You know what? Dude. Yeah, who am I kidding? I'll do it anyway. If yeah, you can like, sort it out, I'll do you, it. If people are you, stupid enough to throw in money, I'll do it. I Actually, know you've got, got enough dumb tatties
0: you. already, you dickhead. I've seen yeah. you.
1: Ah, you must be talking about my sick Blink shampoo bottle.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, dude. I know all about shit tatties because I've sat next to you at work before. Here's,
1: here's one. If we actually fund it, if dudes want to chip in and do it, and then we'll film it, and we'll put it up on the website as a new video podcast. We could potentially do a video podcast while I'm getting the Phil Kessel to do <laughs> That'd be actually hilarious. I think we could pull that off because I'd just get a friend to do it. And if we booked me in after hours, he wouldn't mind having you know you in there just filming on your phone.
0: Well, yeah. Well, it's not even a podcast. I'd just be filming and just yelling hockey words at you.
1: Yeah, well, that's fine. That'll do. It's the end of the season. People will want that anyways. Well, yeah. it was like, hey,
0: check out Cam getting a tatty with Phil's face on it, potentially uh, eating a hot dog. It. Or even Phil's face with hot dogs crossing swords behind him. Wow.
1: Sold. <laughs> Maybe All a right, let's, um, let, let's take this offline and workshop it a little bit.
0: I feel like it's been workshoped more than enough. Let me All it. right.
1: Well, let's take this offline anyway because uh, I think we should call it quits but thanks for thanks to checking in hockey fans oh and the good news spread the word iTunes has finally decided that we are compliant
0: I know so I did a little bit of internet wizardry behind the scenes John, and I,
1: John's actually worked his ass off guys like they they deemed that we had a number of unauthorized NHL samples in our shit John which to be to fair every podcast we had them. fucking heaps like let's be honest oh. Look, it's one of those things, it's like that time I got in trouble with Nike, and they're like, do you know that what you're doing is a bit cheeky? And I'm like, "Yes, oh, dude, full disclosure, I knew what I was doing. I thought it was funny. And they're like, good <laughs> on you. We appreciate your candor.
0: Yeah, well, the thing about uh, Apple and iTunes is they don't do that. They just delete you and make you figure it out. Yeah.
1: So, but look, full, you know, it is what it is. John. John's John's nailed it. He's fixed them up. He's removed everything. Submitted a new feed. iTunes has deemed us uh, compliant. We've got fancy new art. It's now on the iTunes Podcast Store as the Holy Puck Podcast. It looks sick. Tell all your friends. Tell you, especially tell your mum. Fuck yeah.
0: Oh yeah. Make sure you tell your mum. Very important. All right, Cam. I think that's it. Uh, episode twenty-one: The Legal Drinking Age. We are now back in business.
1: <laughs> We're back, baby.
0: Oh yes, excellent. There it all is. Right. Episode twenty-one. It looks.
1: I- I'm gonna go yell at Cohen.
0: Bad.